Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Uh, it has been two weeks since we last did this. You know, life gets in the way. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. That's a John Lennon line from, I think, uh, uh, Beautiful Boy. Another way to say enjoy the moment because the moment is everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So very, very good. And that's what happened to us the last two weeks. <laughs> Life got in the way. Uh, as always, hit us up on social media, uh, Facebook, Oh Come On Sports, and Twitter, at Sporty Rants. Today, we are going to be doing our NBA preview show. So we're going to give our uh, our standings of the Eastern and Western Conference, and then our conference finals and finals predictions uh, and as always, we're going to start with some news. Um, the big thing that happened actually in the last 24 hours here is Jalen Ramsey has been traded from the Jaguars to the LA Rams for two first round picks. Yeah. Uh, one this year and then one next year. Holy smoke. And and I I was wondering what the heck was going on when you started to see that uh, Marcus Peters got moved. Yes, because that happened first. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird because the day before, Akeem Tlaib went on IR. Went on IR. And I'm like... This is strange. And all Why? of a sudden, you're like, they got no corners left here. Yeah. Like, and then, and then the Ramsey trade happened, and it was like, ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do love uh, the GM. Is it Les Snead? Is that yeah. the GM in LA? Yeah. I love his aggressiveness. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I lo- he's just going for it, man. I love that shit. Me too. They they know that they have a team that has a window right now. They are. It's it's questionable whether they're there or not. I mean, I think they're a very good team. I don't they're think a very they're good team. But I don't think they're elite yet. Golf has regressed yeah. this this season. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that Sean McVay can't turn any quarterback into you know uh, the prince of the ball. And how ties their pumpkins? How e- how easy is it to play quarterback on a team when you got uh, Todd Gurley who's just doing amazing things like he did last year? He's, yes, he's not the same as he was anymore. That is true. That is true. Yeah, and now Golf has to pick up the slack, and it's going to look really bad next year because he's slated to turn what thirty eight million dollars next year. Yeah. So he's going to start having to earn that contract. And I thought the most surprising thing was as soon as Jalen Ramsey got traded, suddenly his back was healed. That's that's great. It's amazing. Whatever was on that plane, yeah. it must have been like a cryogenic chamber or something like Antonio Brown had. But, but, he, was, but he left his shoes on. I'm assuming he left his shoes on. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Like, just like, what that, the fuck? Who knew that you could get healed just by going to a new team? I think more teams are going to have to look into this for their injured players. It's amazing. Ro- it's- Roethlisberger, maybe new t- new <laughs> team, and he's team, back right now. New team, and his elbow's just fine. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought that was uh, ridiculous. And um, uh, there, A lot of the, the best beat writers, like Schefter... And um, who's the other guy? Rappaport. Rappaport. They're still saying there's like tons of trade talk going around with mm-hmm. with everything. So there could be a lot more moves. Uh, selfishly, I think Green Bay needs to look at getting a receiver because Monday night showed that. Whew, that's not a great. That's not a great core you, without you don't Devontae have, Adams. You don't have faith. Faith in Lazard. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I, you know, Lazard was fine. Yeah. Uh, Valdez Scantling, he is what he is. Yeah. Uh, Geronimo, Geronimo Allison drives me batty because he drops at least two balls a game. And uh, get him off the field. Like, he was the guy that I thought. Useless. He was the guy I thought that was going to come up after um, uh, Adams and be the number two guy. A couple years ago, he was going deep. Yep. Aaron Rodgers was hitting him. And then at the beginning of this year, Valdez, Scandling, and Allison were almost neck and neck. He didn't really know who was who was better out of the two of them. And it's hard to tell now, although Valdez, Scandling has more physical skills. 
But the thing about Lazard is that when he was in there, it looked like Aaron Rodgers trusted him and liked yes. throwing to him. So yeah. that's that means a lot. Yeah, that, that... Like We've seen what happens when Aaron Rodgers doesn't like you. <laughs> well, it turns into Greg Jennings blasting you in some <laughs> article after he leaves the team for five years. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think Green Bay needs a receiver. Uh, Philly needs uh, secondary help. Their secondary is the shits. Yeah, they're great and, at stopping the run, but they yes. get t- thrown all over the place. And for a team that, that has Super Bowl aspirations, like that's going to be mm-hmm. very hard to overcome. Um, their their next starting up their next couple games is going to really determine where they go in this season. I think because I, I I picked them to go uh, right to the right. To we the, bo- did we not both pick them to win? No, uh, I picked I, we picked the Chiefs to win. We did both both pick the Chiefs to win, but yeah, we picked, to beat the Eagles exactly. So we yes. got them in the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, I thought that uh, Carson Wentz was going to come back have an MVP type of year, and there's nothing wrong with what he's doing, but there's something missing on this team. They're not a dominant well, team. Deshaun Jackson's hurt. Yeah. Aguilar can't cut, catch shit. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey was hurt for two or three games. So if you don't have receivers, like, yeah. you throw it, right? Absolutely. And you knew that Zach Ertz would have to regress after that monster season. There's no way he could put up those kind of numbers again. Yeah. Um, Still one of the best fantasy options because tight end is just a wasteland for fantasy it right is. now. It I, is. I finally dropped O.J. Howard. who I dra- Did you? You who finally I, gave up on Who him? I drafted. He was my second draft. We do a keeper league. He was my second draft pick. So it would have been in the fifth round. I can't believe I did that. It didn't seem like a stretch at the time, no. but my God, was that awful. So he gone. <laughs> take, take it, you know. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I've had two two weeks of tight ends uh, giving me goose eggs because they got hurt. I had... Um, oh, yeah, because you had Will Disley. I had I Will that. Disley, and I can't remember who I had before that, but they both got hurt like early in the game. So I'm just like, oh, that's nice. Thanks, guys. We're, we're, living, we're living in a fantasy world where... Five points out of your tight end is basically a good... Yeah, you're like, that was pretty fucking solid. Yeah. 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 People are looking to Darren Fells, who had like 60 yards and a touchdown. That's elite right now. Just ridiculous. Uh, Also in NFL news, uh, the Redskins fired Jay Gruden, who had a 35-48-1 record. Um, I think this wasn't on him. This was this is one of the most mismanaged fucking teams of the last six years. Dan Easy. Snyder's a terrible owner. Terrible owner, and everybody on that team is hurt. Yeah, it is absolutely bonkers how many guys get hurt there. Um, you got to look at the trading stuff. Like, and it's not like like obviously Jordan Reed's with the concussion. Like, you can't no. prevent that really. No, but there's a lot of soft tissue injuries in fucking mm-hmm. Washington. You got to look at the training staff and get rid of those fucking guys cuz they're obviously not doing a good job. And how much of it is too that they're just they're air quote hurt because yes. they're like <laughs> yeah, they're who like, wants I, to come I, back and play it for 60 minutes in this Yeah, dump. I don't, don't want to play. And then it came out that Jay Gruden didn't want uh Haskins. They didn't want he didn't want them to draft Haskins, so it seemed right. like yeah. oh jeez, the writing was on the wall. I think Dan Quinn is next. Yeah, I could see that too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, one more thing on Jay Gruden too. He he. It appears as though he also didn't care that much anymore because right before he got fired, and he he deserved to be fired. Don't get me wrong. There, yes, n- nothing that he did in public really. I don't think really warrant made it the firing any more warranted. But he did. There was a video of him at a bar smoking weed, hanging out like sitting on the sidewalk with yes. with, with some woman, and it, that was recent, right? Yeah, like the that, video that just happened. Yeah, that was that was about a week before he got fired. That came out, so he's like, "Eh, fuck it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done." And of course, I have no problem with smoking weed, but the NBA has a massive problem with it. So, yeah, uh, NFL, NFL, pardon NFL, me, NFL, yes, NBA's fine with um, it. 
More NFL news, and this is somewhat, this is local for us. So Bo Levi Mitchell, who is the starting quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders, uh, he has a he has a show on our local sports talk station, the Fan 960, called The Bo Show, aptly named. Yeah. And on October 2nd, he went into what happened when he when he tried out with the Vikings. This was great. You just told me this for the first time. I missed it live, so this and, was an awesome and story. And it was quite interesting because, because he was brought in to try out... And then a Vikings official asked him how he could help the team win. And Bo responded saying, I'm going to come in and, and try to take Kirk's job. And the official was like, oh, no, no, we don't want you to do that. We want you to come in here and be a, and be good in the QB room, help teach him things, and help be a supporter of him, but don't cause controversy. <laughs> and I'm like, Kirk Cousins is fucking older than Bo Levi. Yeah, why would Bo, why would Bo Levi, a CFL quarterback, be coming in to teach Kirk Cousins yes. things? Yes, and if I'm Bo and I'm hearing that, I'm like, you paid like almost $30 million to a guy that you still need to teach things yeah, to? Yeah, you need me to teach things to yeah, him on top of that? And you, won't, and, and you won't let me compete? Like, you're scared that I'll take his job? Like, why, why would you want any athlete on your team that doesn't have that attitude? Like, yeah. that, that, is, that is a healthy attitude for, for any athlete, and it can, creates the right the right attitude around your team. It shows that, you know, we want people to strive to be the best. Yeah. And then uh, Bo says that, that he thought that causes a culture in the building that says your job is secure because of the money. Yes. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter what you do um, out there because, because of the money you make. Mm -hmm. um, and Bo says he was not going to go there because you don't, because you don't even want a guy to push him and it wasn't worth it to Bo. Um, I always I thought when Bo went down to the states, my thing was like I thought he'd be a backup pushing for the starter's job, mm -hmm. um, and try to stick at least four years to get that NFL pension, and yeah. then come back up to the CFL and cement his legacy. That's what I thought he was going to do. Yeah, uh, but he got offered a pretty pretty hefty contract up here to make it worth his while. So. Yeah. Uh, good for him, but um, he also said, and and this this interview or this uh, uh, it was on October second. He was talking about this, so this is when the Vikings were in their downturn and they couldn't like Cousins, they, they were only running the ball. They're only running the ball. Cousins threw like fucking eighty seven yards in one game and threw two picks in that fucking game or something. Uh, and Bo said he would like throw deep every play to Diggs and Thielen, and never mind Dalvin Cook, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, fuck. Okay. but how about a mix of the two? Which it seems like that's what they're doing a little bit more now. Yes. And and I've always liked Kurt Cousins as a thrower. I mean, I I know he's not perfect, but even in Washington with nothing around him, he was having three hundred yard games, throwing for a few touchdowns. I liked it. He was going deep. It blew my mind. Like you have Dalvin Cook, and he's great, and you have to use him, but. To sit there and, like, for Mike Zimmer to basically say, we want to be a run team, like, run predominantly. Like, you could be a run first team, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But to run, like, predominantly and just not throw the ball, well, why did you sign Thielen and Diggs then? Mm -hmm. Like, you like you got two, like, those guys could be, like, part of the best receiving core and you're not even fucking using them? Yeah. That was weird. 100%. And now that they've started using them, these guys are getting open deep. I mean, Diggs had yeah. a monster game last week. So did Thielen. They, I think they've got like three touchdowns each in the last two weeks. It's it's funny, though. They both complained. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then the game after they complain, they suddenly get all these yards. I well, wonder why. Good for them for complaining then. Yeah. Because, you know, some players Both complain. Wins. Both wins for the Vikings, too. Some players complain when it's not the right time. These guys are like, this is a joke. Like, we got to throw the ball a little bit here. Yeah. And and to me, it seemed like Kurt Cousins was just beat down by the head coach. He was basically he was basically wrestled into submission saying, fine, I'll just hand off the ball if that's what you want. Yeah. And now, now that now that the wide receivers complained, it seemed like Kirk Cousins is rejuvenated. I think he apologized to Adam Thielen on his podcast or, yes. or something, which yes. was a little bit odd. But I mean, nevertheless, good on him. Say you know, good on him. The thing the the thing is is Dalvin Cook is a is a very good talent. But if you get down in the game, it's very hard. Like like a passing game can get you back in the game quickly because you can get chunk yardage. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to get chunk yardage as running the ball. Yeah. Like a lot of things have to go right. Where with throwing the ball, it's a little bit easier. And if you just decide not to do it, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like their whole thing when they played Green Bay, their play calling was the dumbest shit ever. They could have they could have definitely come back and win that won that game. Yeah. But their play calling in the second half was so fucking dumb. It's- it was so dumb. It's amazing to not want to throw the ball a little bit more. Yeah. And, and, and they have two great running backs. Madison is a fantastic option as well. Yes. But use those guys when, you know, use those guys when the time is right. But if you're constantly running the ball too, you, you've lost all, all of your surprise aspect, which I think is why now they're having a lot of success through the air is because people are almost not expecting it. I think that'll regress a little yeah. bit now that people realize they are going to start to throw again and they'll have to balance it out and do maybe a, a 50-50 as opposed to early in the season they were doing like 65% runs. It was yeah, insane. Exactly. It was just it was just crazy. And I'm a Dalvin Cook owner, so I loved it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you were rolling. Yeah. You were rolling. <laughs> All right. And now the big news of the week, Daryl Morey. I'm going to let wow. you take the lead on this one. Yeah, so this is a this is a topic that bridges the gap between politics and professional sports and it just shows the hypo- the hypocrisy of some of these people. Daryl Morey got just slammed for his tweet where he supported the Hong Kong protesters. Yeah, it, it, who are pe- pro democracy. Yeah, so if people quick if people don't know what's going on in China really quick, China a communist state, they are essentially trying to take back Hong Kong to be part of China and their communist state. Hong Kong is a democracy. These people are fighting for basic human rights. Uh, they're, they're fighting for free speech. They're fighting for democracy. They're fighting to not have facial recognition cameras on every light post where China creates a social credit system where if you're not following their rules, you don't get to fly. It, it's, abs- yeah. it's absolute insanity what's going on in China right now. And all Daryl Morey did is put out a tweet that supported those... those. Honestly, a lot of them are heroes over there yeah. fighting, fighting, fighting for their lives, fighting for other people's lives. Uh, for for all these things, and Daryl Morey just commented on how good that was, and of course the NBA has a massive deal with China, and China doesn't like when anybody inter- interferes with their affairs. Did, that, did that, I not say they were communist? The, yes, yes. <laughs> and I, I guess that's a that that should be apparent. But I yeah. like it has been shown through fucking. All of time, China does not like outsiders interfering in their shit. They, the the president actually said that he would destroy anyone that chose and crush their bones. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was very, um, very graphic. And uh, Winnie the Pooh is also banned in China because people have compared uh, President uh, to to, Win- to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> 
Winnie the Pooh never said he crushed bones. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, and if you have, if anyone hasn't seen the South Park episode on China, which got them banned from China, it is a fantastic watch, and they nailed it. And and if you watch that show and you haven't been following what's going on in China, you might just think that it's South Park being their typical hyperbolic selves, and that's not the case at all. They are bang on with what they're talking about in that episode, so it's fantastic. So the biggest thing for me was the hypocrisy of these players and coaches, and I two people were very prominent in this to me. It was LeBron James and Steve Kerr, both people who have no problem spouting their mouth off about what's wrong with America and what's wrong with President Trump. And of course, there's plenty of things that are wrong with Trump. So it's not like he's beyond criticism, but they they, they talk about uh, America and all the problems in America. But now all of a sudden, speaks someone speaks out about real problems going on between Hong Kong and China, and they are as tight-lipped as it gets. They're saying it's complicated. Yep. They're saying uh, it's politics. We don't talk politics, although they although they oh, do well, they, all the time. So Steve Steve Kerr like made that vague statement that he doesn't talk politics, and I'm like, wait, what? You talk politics all the time, Steve. Yes, yeah, it's all now, you talk about. One thing I will say, like they. They tried to say, we don't know enough about the situation. And if you don't know enough about the situation, then don't make a comment on it. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That is fair. Because you shouldn't comment on something you don't know about because you're going to come off looking like a complete and utter asshole. Totally. I I agree with Um, that. But the statements they made, and even like what Adam... Adam Silver came out and he said, you know, the NBA supports free speech and all this stuff. And he just kind of... He had to protect his brand. Is basically what he I'm has saying. to say that, but that's a lie. Yeah, because if you if you support China, you don't support free speech. So, and I'm I'm very aware that these people are in a tough situation. In my life, I've I have never been in a situation where I had to compromise my morals to save my high profile, high paying job. Yeah, I've never been in that situation, so I wouldn't. It's really hard for me to say how I would actually respond yeah. in that situation. Like, I mean. LeBron James is protecting millions and millions of his dollars when he comes out and says these things. He's a hypocrite. He's a liar. He's a fraud. But he's protecting his business. He's protecting his assets. He wants to make movies in the future when he's done basketball. The three biggest movie companies in the United States are owned by Chinese companies. So if you're, if you're against China, you're not making big-time movies in the United States. Yep. And you see it all throughout Hollywood. When you got uh, Jason, is Jason Momoa, is that Aquaman? That is Aquaman. When you got him coming out, doing a, doing a speech on the climate emergency that is, that is taking over the world. Like, get the hell out of here, man. That, you're a puppet. You're just a puppet for all of Hollywood, all of China. It's just chaos. Um, LeBron did say something that I thought I got lost, but... He said, we all have the right to freedom of speech, but there is consequences to what we say. That is true. Yes. Just because there's freedom of speech doesn't mean you could just spout off and there's no consequence to what you could say. And some sometimes, um, especially in the in this and, and this not necessarily the athletes, but I know a lot of the the um, like sports hot take people just spout off and they think like it's just just one of those things like Stephen A. Smith is very much guilty of this mm-hmm. and like there's no consequence to what you say no there is a consequence to what you can yeah. say whatever you say there there could be a consequence to, to what like somebody could disagree and, and come back at you and that's their right yeah. as freedom of speech so LeBron was right in that what it, and, and I have a bad habit of being very uh, glass half empty mm-hmm. and whenever something like this happens and LeBron comes out and makes a statement I'm, okay, I'm like why? <laughs> why are you saying this? Yeah. And generally it's money. 
Yeah. And this one is very much money because 100%. he came out and said he didn't understand the consequences of his tweet that could affect other people. What he meant was you've because then because be, just before he made the statement, it was released within 24 hours that the NBA salary cap is going to drop 15 to 10 to 15 percent next season because China's threatening to back out of all these deals that they have with the NBA, wow. which costs LeBron yeah. and everybody. So now he's pissed that he's losing this money where when he can take when he can make his views known about American politics, it doesn't cost him money. So. Yeah, it's okay for him to do it. So, 100%. so like you're only for a cause if it doesn't cost you anything, right? That's kind of the the vibe I got from it. A hundred percent, and that that's why that's why I prefaced this with with what I said. Where I've never been in a position where I had to compromise my morals for for a paycheck because yeah. I you know nobody cares what I say. I'm not rich and famous yeah. like these guys. Nobody's watching me twenty four seven. But that's that's exactly what's happening here with LeBron. So, pe- I mean, people are smart enough; they understand the situation. So. The way that this reflects on LeBron, it, it's going to be bad for him. And I'm not saying it's... I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to harm his legacy, whatnot, but it's it doesn't look good. I don't think it'll harm so much in the States, but it is harming him in China. They're burning his fucking jersey. Yeah. Um, the one thing that, like, in my head, I'm like, it's nice that you're burning his jersey, but what about if he goes and, like, wins a title? Would you buy his jersey again? Like, isn't that... Isn't he winning? Yeah. At that point, you know? Yeah, and... Jeez... It's such a it's such a messy situation, but the thing I didn't yeah the, also the thing one of the other things LeBron said there too is he he basically implied that the timing of the tweet was bad by Maury because because they were basically going over there he almost he almost implied wait a week to do this or something yeah, like that it, to me it was like um, it was like don't say this when we're over there because bad shit can happen to the players right. which is kind of true yeah like especially when the president comes out and says I'm gonna crush your bones but yeah and you the, know like like yeah. maybe don't time your tweet when when you're over there so if if I can translate this for what LeBron said he basically said you just made my week very uncomfortable yes but I would I would counter that by saying you know who's uncomfortable right now the people of Hong Kong they're a yeah. little bit more uncomfortable than you LeBron yeah. Yeah. So it might be time to wake up and uh, you know look outside of your little world here. Um, just a, a couple more things, just to just to finish that off. In uh, January fifteenth of twenty eighteen, LeBron James tweeted out: "Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Our lives begin to end the day that we become silent about things that matter." And isn't that true? Yeah. And and, and you and just he, did a one eighty flip on that, LeBron. Just, just yeah, you that's exactly joke. It. You yeah. joke. Just a couple. I'll, I'll end this because this is a kind of a bummer of a topic. In China right now, they are harvesting human organs. They are imprisoning and persecuting religious minorities. They're forcing abortions on women. It. LeBron is absolutely spitting in the face of these heroes in Hong Kong that are fighting for everyday rights and freedoms that we all that, deserve. That, and everyday rights and freedoms that that for the most part in America, you get. And are taken for granted. And are taken for granted. Yeah. The, the the forced abortion thing, you go down to the deep south, they're doing that. <laughs> but, you know, it's yeah. like, like, again, and he even said this. He's like, he, he kind of said, like, like you got to have, uh, you got to make sure you know about the issue. Well, LeBron, obviously, either, either you don't know about the issue and you just said that, which is bad, mm-hmm. and you're naive, or you know... Yeah. And you're protecting your ass, which is worse. Yeah. So either way, this is not looking good for LeBron. 
Um, the cra- crazy thing too is, did you hear that like they pulled Rockets gear because Yao Ming is like the leader of the NBA? Yeah, like, he would China be. He would be the go between between yeah. China and, and the NBA. He was livid, and because the Rockets were basically China's team yeah. because of Yao. Exactly. And they even have like the Rockets have a third jersey that's in Chinese writing. I've seen it. Yeah. And um, uh, so they pulled they pulled the games from being broadcast mm-hmm. like on their main station. They pulled all Rockets gear from the online stores. It was just like, Pe- and, and you know, Adam Silver's like, oh my god, like, yeah. And his interests are to make the NBA money, mm-hmm. and that that one tweet just kiboshed everything and everyone like they're almost vilifying Maury and and which is which, which is, is insane that happens in the United States all the time people say something that is true the truth gets you in trouble nowadays it's yeah. amazing when you say something that you know and that you believe in your heart is true you will get crucified yeah. you will get crushed on social media we live in this ass backwards world it's so so funny uh, not funny that's the wrong word it's 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 insane it's it's crazy yeah it's crazy yeah um, well, I think that's all we want to touch on with that subject. I, that, I, I can't imagine I have anything else. My I'm, blood I'm pressure's sure, already through the roof. I'm sure more is going to come out in the next week here. Um, it, I will say that I think I think the conspiracy theorist in me is like Adam Silver and Yao Ming and everybody got together and they basically told Steve Kerr and LeBron who were the most um, outspoken. Uh, besides Greg Popovich, who hasn't said anything yet, but yeah. I wonder if that's coming. He should also shut up because he talks a lot of shit. He does. I, I I I respect the hell out of him as a basketball coach, but I'm sick of him hearing his unprompted um, analysis of America and how Trump is ruining America. Trump's a lot of things. He's not ruining America. It's just batshit crazy. Uh, but I think I think they came to them and said, "You need to say this to make the Chinese happy because of course. we're going to lose." This of course, blah, 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 they blah. did. Steve Kerr, out of all people, should be should be should understand what he's talking about here. His father was murdered in uh, Lebanon in 1984 by two uh, Islamic jihadists. Yeah. So he understands issues like this. He's very aware. He's yeah. protecting his business. Yeah, and that's just. Oh, that's a, it's a sobering reality mm-hmm. is what it is. I think that's the big thing because we had put like, like a lot of people have put Kerr and LeBron on this pedestal of these figures that were bringing back, uh, especially LeBron athletes that were fighting for social justice, a la, uh, Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like in that mold. And then this came out and it's like, Oh wait, wait, it's not that at all. It's, they were doing it because somehow money play the factor into it those guys that you're talking about muhammad ali kareem abdul jabbar those guys were fighting for real things the social justice issues in the united states right now are not as real as as they were in the past it's on the surface and it's not i'm not trying to say there's no racism and those things aren't problems but they what they're fighting for now they got to realize they are the freest country in the world Uh, we live in canada i personally i think canada and the united states are the two best countries you would ever want to live in. Yeah. And they take that for granted. There's racism everywhere. Like that, there is, but they make it seem like everybody and their dog is a racist. Yeah. And it's it's not right. No. Uh, I've, I've met very few, in my time, I'm 35 years old, I've met very few white nationalists, Ku Klux Klan members. These things, I'm not saying racism doesn't exist, but that extreme right, far right racism is not what we need to worry about. That they say is so rampant. It is not rampant. It like 
If it was rampant, wouldn't we see it? They get like eight people to the KKK rallies. They There was a story on CNN about KKK was on the street protesting. And you back the cameras up and it's five morons yeah. sitting there with some signs. Yeah, uh, these, these people are not... They're a problem because their ideology, in my personal opinion, is so wrong and so far off. But they're not a threat. No, no. Uh, okay, let's transition to something that's more sportsy. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do our NBA preview. So there's kind of a segue. We went from NBA to NBA. That's okay. Um, I think the uh, the um, uh, Shenzhen uh, Chiefs are going to win it this year. You think so, hey? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you think that? I don't even know if that's a city in China. <laughs> I should be more educated. I should educate myself more on that before I speak. <laughs> okay, we're going to... We'll start with the East. Uh, I'm going... I'm going to just rattle off uh, 1 through 15, basically. Uh, so... And I'll give... I'll give explanations if I feel like I need to. So first is going to be the Sixers. And second will be the Bucks. Third will be the Celtics. Fourth will be the Raptors. Now, Celtics and Raptors, mm-hmm. that can switch. I just I was thinking that too. Um, I think uh, if the Raptor, if Siakam takes another step forward, then the, then I would switch that. The Raptors will be third. Um, the Celtics, I think, are going to be because they're free of Kyrie. It's going to be almost liberating to them, <laughs> and they're going to play loose. Yeah, you know, and and Brad Stevens will be able to bring his college mentality, which what which is what worked for them before. He'll bring it back, got- and I think I think it'll do well. And hopefully, and this is just. I just hope Gordon Hayward comes back and he's he's good because the the way he got hurt is just the most awful thing and he just has not come back excuse me the same and they got some good young players there too I I love Smart I like Tatum like they got good young players that are ready to take the next step yeah they definitely do Uh, the the Sixers I'm thinking will win the East I just look at their lineup it's a very good lineup Uh, the Bucks I think are going to take a step back because everything went right for the Bucks last year Mm -hmm. and I don't think they improved their team. They have Giannis. They have like arguably the best player in the world, mm-hmm. but I don't think they improved around it. And like, are we are we counting on it's Brooke Lopez, right? Yes. Yeah. Are we counting on Brooke Lopez like shooting threes at like a career rate again? Yeah. You know, like, like there's a lot of you know. Uh, in fifth, uh, I picked the Nets, but that's not looking as good because it looks like Kyrie Irving is going to miss some time with his facial fracture. Yeah. So and Chris Levert is out too, which is crazy. That's two of their better players. Yes. Uh, in sixth, I picked the Heat. Seventh was the Pacers, as long as Oladipo comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. Eighth, I picked the Magic. Uh, and then out of the playoffs, I got the Pistons, Hawks, Knicks, Bulls, Wizards, Cavs, Hornets. And I think the Cavs and Hornets are gonna and Wizards are going to be hot fucking garbage. <laughs> like, I could see all three of those teams being sub-20 wins. Yeah. Um, j- just because you look at the... like. John Wall, I don't think, is going to play. I think he's still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to trade Bradley Beal. Uh, the Cavs have no talent at all. They're just going to try to somehow get rid of Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Yeah. And the Hornets watched Kevin Walker walk, and they got nothing. They did nothing. They got that, nothing. That was a shame. I'm one of the better point guards in the league. When you let someone like that walk without any, I mean. They misplayed that entire situation. Yep. They really did. But I, I, I think that was the inevitable end. I don't think they were ever going to get him, and they, they just probably knew that. Well, all right. Okay, so what was your East? Um, I so I also think the 76ers are really good. Listening to your argument about the Bucks being second, I'm almost regretting that I picked the Bucks first, but I picked the Bucks, 76ers, Celtics, Raptors, Nets, Pacers, Heat, and Pistons in the playoffs. Okay, so we're all kind of similar there. Similar. We got a few. Magic few... is the one that's uh, yes. that you have just out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they should be they should be right there. I forgot to put them in there. 
And then Magic, Bulls, Wizards, Hawks, Cavs, Knicks, Charlotte. And I saw the bottom is just a the crap bottom, shoot. Like who, like yeah. To be quite honest, who the fuck I, I got the Wizards higher than you did. I'm, I'm probably looking at the roster and thinking, you know, John Wall, Bradley Beal. But like you said, Bradley Beal was on the verge of getting traded last year. So his time there might not be long. So I could definitely see, see that going either way. Uh, okay, so in the West, I got uh, in first the Rockets. I think um, with that, I think Westbrook is going to be rejuvenated mm-hmm. in, in Houston. And I think D'Antoni is going to be able to bring out more efficiency from him. And he's not going to feel like he has to play hero ball every single night, which you had to do with the Thunder. Right. Uh, I got the Nuggets in second uh, just because their, their roster is really good. They just don't have a stud superstar. They have Jokic. But he, he is not a a big name, but he is a superstar he, as far as what he does on the court. He's very he he's he definitely is. It's just in the playoffs. He's white. Just say it. He's white. <laughs> he's a big white guy. He's just a big white guy. <laughs> can you put your faith in that? No, like my thing is with with him is that um, if he goes up against like an like if Anthony Davis guards mm. him or whatever, like those kind of guys can shut him down. An, an athletic center that has the same length and the same yeah. power as yeah. Jokic, yeah. And Jokic is not good on the defensive end. So, yeah. 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 Uh, third, I got the Clippers. Fourth, Trailblazers. Fifth, Warriors. Sixth, Lakers. Uh, seventh, Jazz. Eighth, Spurs. So almost the same as last year's playoffs, except the Thunder are out. Okay. And, and they're replaced with the Lakers, basically. Yeah. Uh, nine through 15, I got the Mavs, the Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to be interesting because I think Zion and that, like, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. But I just don't know if they have the talent to overtake, like, the Spurs and Jazz. Yeah. Uh, Kings... Timberwolves. Timberwolves is going to be interesting. I can see them dropping even further down, especially because I, I think they might try to trade. Uh, like I think Carl Anthony Towns will want out, right? Because he's just going to be frustrated with it. And yeah. I think, and I think, unless they trade like Wiggins and something for Chris Paul, yeah. that could switch everything around. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder in thirteenth, the Suns and the Grizzlies. Uh, the Grizzlies are just so young. Right, so young. There's, they're going to have a rough year. It's going to be very much growing pains with that team. Yeah, yeah. So, what so you who had the Grizzlies? At Grizzlies, last? yeah, last. yeah. I had yeah. that in too. So I got the, I got the Clippers finishing first in the West. I love that team. I'm a massive uh, Kawhi Leonard believer, obviously. So I got the Clippers, the Rockets, the Warriors in third. I think they're going to take a little step back. The Nuggets in fourth, and I could almost flip flop the Nuggets and Warriors. I, I, I have a lot more respect for the Nuggets than. Then maybe a lot of people do. Um, I got the Lakers in fifth. Jazz, Thunder, Blazers is what I got in the top eight. There. You think the Thunder are going to just... just... I, I, I still think they got some pieces. I know they lost Westbrook, but I think they're a good team. I, I like their organization, so I think they can still do some things. Right. I, I know they lost, obviously, massive parts of their team, but I still like their team. And what do you got in the bottom? Uh, I got the Spurs, Mavs, Pelicans, Suns, Timberwolves, Kings, Grizzlies. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's a, uh, but you think the Spurs are going to take a step back, hey? Yes, I do. Um, I they, they they got DeRozan, who I like, but it's I, they're just they're just they're they're in the they're middling right now. They got they're not elite they play, and they're not that bad. They play inefficient ball too. Like their yeah. two top guys play a dinosaur form of basketball, mm-hmm. the mid range too, um, and their coach encourages it. Yes, uh, 
And Popovich, I'm assuming he's going to be done at the end of this year, if not the end of next year. Yeah. Like, I think he's, like, it's the sunset. Like, he's riding off in the sunset. That's it. I think if you could get that man, if you could get that owner, uh, I can't remember his name right now. He owns a bunch of cat dealerships. But if you could get that owner to sit down and have a beer, he would say, I wish I could move on from Pop right now. Yeah. Like, he's been, he's amazing. He's been a Hall of Famer. He's brought titles. He's brought consistency. But it's time for a fresh... Let, let's move on. Yes. This has been stagnant for years now with I this think, amazing franchise. And I think Pop, uh, if he goes out as Team USA's coach and wins a gold medal, that might be the best way to That'd go. That'd be out. awesome. Yeah, yeah, great way. Um, amazing coach. I, I was I was crushing him earlier for his opinions, but he's an amazing basketball coach. But I think it's just, I think his time has, has run out with that organization. And, so, and with any. I don't think he'll go to another organization after that. Uh, the Clippers I picked up finish in third and the reason is i think paul george like he's coming back from shoulder surgery mm-hmm. i don't know if, like he's going to be good but how long is it going to take for him to get back to what he was right yeah right and Kawhi, they're like he's saying all the right things there's not going to be any load management but what like he does have a bulky leg what if something happens? Like I th- that that's kind of just my thought with that. I think they uh, better freaking load management that guy. Like, yes, you you should. Uh, the Warriors. I think Steph Curry is probably going to have an MVP season. Yeah, I can see uh, that. MVP like season. I don't think he will because generally the MVP goes to the best player on the best team. That's kind of what the NBA does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Steph Curry is just because he's going to have to. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be the Russell Westbrook of that team. He's yes. going to be shooting everything. Yes, and he, he's been already been draining threes this preseason. Okay, so in my conference finals, I got the 76ers over the Bucks, and I got the Lakers going over the Rockets. Nice. I took the the 76ers over the Bucks, and then I got the Clippers beating the Nuggets. Okay. Yeah. All right. And who do you got in the final? I got the Clippers beating the 76ers, and Kawhi Leonard wins another championship. Back to back. Yeah. Okay, I, I also picked an L.A. team, but I picked the Lakers over the Sixers. And the reason is, is I think... I think LeBron's got something to prove. Okay. Uh, missing the playoffs last year, and he like he's been like notwithstanding this last week. Yeah. But basketball wise, he's been blasted as being over the hill. Yeah. All this stuff, and I think a summer of rest. I think he's going to come out like a goddamn beast. Same with Anthony Davis, because mm-hmm. they're going to have to rehab their images. And I think those two in a seven game series. Jeez, I would could swing things. the The one thing that gave me pause to picking this. I was like, I think one of the things they somehow need to get more talent if it's on the buyout market or yeah. whatnot. And be, but I don't think they have the, the trade pieces to get somebody. That, that's what so, I question too: is their depth? Do they have enough depth? They got amazing yeah, high end talent, yeah. and I could see LeBron and AD working phenomenally together. I, I think yeah. I, I think they're going to be smart about the way they play, and they're going to set up positive situations. But I just don't know if they have the depth around them. But I could absolutely understand. Uh, myself be proven wrong on that so i don't i don't doubt lebron at all if you're if you're betting on anything i think you take mike's bet because he did predict last year raptors over warriors that's true he did predict it he got he got all excited and he he willed that fucking thing into existence it was a tough pick at the time because i'm like ah this is gonna be the biggest homer pick i've ever done in my life and it worked but i i looked at the roster i said (laughs) they have what it takes they were the they were one of the better teams in the east unfortunately they're not this year and granted uh they did benefit from kevin durant missing the majority of the series 100 percent. right but that's how that's how shit 
goes. Injuries happen. That's basketball. Um, so, yeah, and it starts next week, I believe, yep. on Friday, yep. the 25th. Yes. I'm excited uh, to see how the Raptors come out this year, too, because obviously they're coming off <laughs> the biggest moment in the franchise history. Yes. Um, I, you know, a lot of the reading I've been doing there, Kyle Lowry is getting all of the talk right now. Who just signed a one-year extension for $31 million. Yep. Uh, so that keeps him signed through then, next season. And then he said, he's like, if they didn't sign me to extension, I was going to demand a trade. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Considering everybody in the Toronto is talking about you as the best player in the franchise history. So yes, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, my, my World Series uh, prediction has halfway blown up. The Cardinals got eliminated by the Nationals. Who so saw that like, coming, too? Because the, Nash- the pitching performance by those guys. The Nationals' bullpen all of a sudden is this fantastic asset that yes. they, they never had in the past. Yes. And you got Blue Jays cast off Daniel Hudson throwing yes. throwing 98 miles an hour fastballs did he is he that guy i didn't realize that i think i think that just goes to show that everybody in major league baseball is very good and and a lot of it comes down to i think we missed this part as fans a lot of it comes down to circumstances oh yeah you know like like you're you're on a winning team you're put in a better position to succeed like and just like mm-hmm. like little things and it and it makes you just that much better and suddenly you're throwing ninety odd mile, like ninety five mile an hour fastballs. Yeah. When in Toronto you could barely break ninety. The so you're like, so right about that too. And the one of the one of the craziest things about playoff baseball is these situations that players get put in. Like on Friday night, last Friday night, Anibal Sanchez, no has no hitter going. Yes, like that's yes, like Anibal Sanchez. That shit. He, I, I was like, you like, dust him off and throw him out there. Yes, and I was like, wasn't he last good like almost ten years ago? I remember when he played for the Detroit Tigers and he was pretty good. Yeah, him and Verlander <laughs> yeah. had like, uh, they had two straight games of like almost no hit ball. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, holy shit, these guys are like, this team is going to be set up to succeed for years to come. Never happened, but. Yeah. The Nationals yeah. are in a really good spot now because they can go back to Strasburg and Scherzer, Scherzer and uh, Patrick Corbin, who nobody's talking nope. about, yep. but he's still pitching well. Oh my god! Um, How do you like that, Bryce Harper? Uh, well, you know, I got into an argument with a buddy uh, who, who uh, Ben, who is uh, who is on mm-hmm. your wrestling podcast. my wrestling podcast, yeah. and he was like, uh, he basically said Bryce Harper can suck dick, uh, <laughs> you know. Doesn't he wish he was in Washington? And I was like, well, no. Like, they couldn't. He, they didn't win when he was there for how many years? And he fulfilled his obligation to. T- so he didn't ask for a trade. No, he fulfilled his obligation and left. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they get Patrick Corbin if Bryce Harper stays. No. Well, they wouldn't have had the money to do it. So maybe like it was a blessing in disguise that he left. Fair so, enough. You know that's. But again, circumstances. You know. Um, also, one thing. Uh, for next, we haven't decided what next week's episode is going to be, but one thing I'm going to look at is um, I think one of the funniest things about this NFL season is how hyped we get every week for a team. Yeah. Like after three weeks, the Dallas Cowboys are going to fucking rule the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it goes to show that they're playing really weak competition and against better teams, they're not as good as what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Patriots now, I have said here that I think Tom Brady is probably the best quarterback of all time and Bill Belichick is definitely the greatest coach Slash roster builder of all time. And defensive coordinator. Uh, yes. But I'm going to look and go back to when when the Houston Texans came in and the divisions came in the way they are now. I think the Patriots have greatly benefited from playing in the worst fucking division of all time. In, or in that time period. 
And when you can have five wins out of six every single season before you even get to a hard part of your schedule, I think that helped them greatly. And I'm going to go back this week and do some research and see see if the numbers back up my theory. Because I swear to God, because I look like every single year, I'm just like, how the fuck are they still on top? I just don't, like no team stays that good for that long. And I swear to God, it's because the rest of the division is so goddamn bad. Right. That Belichick's like just keeps on going to Brady. It's like, well, they've fucking done nothing. Just keep on playing. Shit. Yeah, and of course the obvious counter to that would be that they still win in the Super Bowl and they still win the of playoff. They do. But but I but I don't disagree with what you're saying. So that'll be that'll be interesting to dig into a little bit next week. I really think if you would have put if they were in the NFC West when the Seahawks and 49ers were beating the piss out of each other when it was Harbaugh and mm-hmm. Carroll, mm-hmm. there's no way they win 12 games a season. I can't argue with that. Like, there's no fucking... I think the NFC has been the stronger conference, and it's almost like they beat each other up so much that the Patriots, like, don't have... Like, I'm not trying to diminish what they do, because winning the Super Bowl is hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm just, I'm just like, it's just the way it's gone... It has an I effect. Do, I do think they have a benefit of playing in a shit... It's just like the AFC South, I think, is also probably the most mediocre division. Every fucking team that comes out, like the team that wins that division this year, is going to be nine and seven. Right. Like without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to be nine and seven. It's probably going to be the fucking Texans, and they're going to get eliminated in the first round because Bill O'Brien can't call a game or something. <laughs> and it's just going to be like, what the fuck? Like that division is junk. Yeah, that's you know? true. Oh, that'll be interesting to look uh, at. So I'm going to take a look at that and and bring right. up what I have found. So, all righty, stay tuned for that. And I think that's been it for this week. That sounds good. All right, have a good week, everybody. See you next week.